Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Record Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. Hey, real quick, Randy. The trade deadline is over. Just thought we'd get that out there. Done. Now, see what the Yankees traded the pitcher to the Cardinals. Jordan Montgomery. I don't know what they got in return. I just saw the headline. Um, Trey Shep, I got to tell you, Trey Biddy did. This is going to really confuse our listeners <laughs> out there with two trades on at the same time. Who are you talking to? Okay. Um, Trey Biddy did a article today on hogsports.com that I love. I, I mean, I love these kind of articles. And Trey did his job, that is, by doing the proper research. But first, you got to set some bars. you got to set some parameters. Now, this is what Trey wrote about. Ten single-game feats for Arkansas football in 2022. Now, what is, I guess, Trey kind of surprising to me is, in some regards, how old some of these records are. As an example, last time a Razorback player topped 200 yards rushing in a single game was 2016 when Raleigh Williams went off for 205 yards and four touchdowns in a 58-42 win at Mississippi State. There have been 14 cases where Razorback players have topped the milestone with Darren McFadden accomplishing the feat three times, Fred Talley doing it twice. McFadden holds the record at Arkansas all the way back to 2007. Now, that one, it's kind of like Nolan Ryan in, in career mm-hmm. strikeouts. That one's going to be tough, 321 yards. Yeah. So what, Only- do you, what, are you, what are you kind of expecting here, Trey? Well, with that mark, I mean, obviously only one other play in SEC history is run for 321 yards in a game, which still bugs me because initially McFadden ran for 323. They went back and found two yards that uh, feel Yeah, right. That's bogus. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, it bugs me. But uh, anyway, nobody else has run for 300 yards at Arkansas. Uh, the best that Arkansas any individual had was – 139 yards by Raheem Sanders on 17 carries against Ole Miss last year. Uh, Arkansas led Power 5 in rushing and still only had one player, didn't have a single player get 150 yards. So, um, yeah, I just went over a few things that, you know, are pretty rare feats, things that get accomplished but we don't see every single year, like running for 200 yards in a game. Uh, I think that's definitely a possibility with the way Arkansas runs the ball. Um Five rushing touchdowns. We haven't seen that since Alex Collins did it uh, back in 2015. Um, obviously, we know the record is is Madre Hill against South Carolina. Um, let's see, that was back in '95. '95. Um, yeah, when he ran for six, um, and it was it had been a long time since anybody had run for five uh, until um, until Madre had done it. Um, so that's that's a pretty rare thing to see happen. Um, I'll tell you one that's that's dramatically rare you might not have expected is uh, for a quarterback to top 150 rushing yards in a game. Matt Jones never did it. 
He had some 130-yard games, but he never, yeah, he never ran for over 150 yards in a game. You have to go back 37 years to 1985 when Mark Calcagney ran 22 times for 160 yards and a touchdown against Rice. Um, Yeah, that's been that's that's been a while. Um, The all-time rushing uh, yards in a game. Uh, record by a quarterback at Arkansas was uh, accomplished by M- Lamar McCann, who ran 26 times for 189 yards and two touchdowns in 1951 against Texas A&M. Uh, <laughs> Ken Holland ran nine times for 168 yards um, and three touchdowns against Northwestern State in 1949. So KJ's best effort was a 20-carry, 110-yard, one-touchdown performance against Penn State his last time out in the Outback Bowl. Uh, 400 passing yards, it's been a little bit. K.J. had uh, 326 against Ole Miss and Alabama last year. He had 366 against Georgia Southern. Um, but uh, it was Brandon Allen is the last guy who, who who went over 400 yards. He did it in uh, 2015. He did it three different times in 2015, 406 against Mississippi State, 442 against Ole Miss, and 412 against Toledo. Another one I thought would just be cool. This isn't necessarily a record. These are all single game accomplishments that I would, I would think that you know would be cool to see. Um, is for a player to to have a touchdown rushing, catching, and receiving. Um, that's a pretty rare thing <laughs> I would think to happen. I couldn't find any huh. research uh, on that one to show the last time it was done. Obviously, the most likely candidate would be KJ Jefferson, but the second most likely candidate would probably be Malik Hornsby, who you know we saw in the spring. Line up at wide receiver, line up at quarterback, um, you know, run from, you know, taking direct snaps, uh, taking end rounds, you know. So there's obviously a lot of possibilities for, for that to potentially happen. It would be pretty rare. Um, I've got 20 tackles by one player. Didn't happen by anybody last year. Bumper pool did it in 2020. Uh, the time before that, the last time it had happened was Jerry Franklin in, in 2010. The record is, is 29. Nobody's ever had 30 That's tackles stunning. in the game. Yeah, 29 by Ronnie Cavanis in 1963. Also holds the number two mark with 25 in 1964. So Bumper Pool, as we know, also is just 60 tackles away from reaching the, the school record of 408. So if he did that in one game, he'd be a third of his way there. Um, I could not find much sack information. Arkansas, the record book only has the all-time sack leader, uh, and it's Wayne Martin in, in a single game, had five in 1988 against Ole Miss. And that's the only record that they have for sacks. But the last guy I can remember doing that uh, was Trey Flowers. Uh, unless somebody else can correct me, that was back in 2012. He had three and a half sacks against Auburn. Uh, so that would be cool to see somebody get three sacks. We saw, obviously, five interceptions uh, at Arkansas happen recently. They actually had six interceptions. Jalen Catalan had two. Hudson Clark had three. And Grant Morgan had that pick six uh, in Matt Corral's worst game ever. Uh, 60 points, I think, would be cool to see. I don't know if that's going to happen this year, but um, it's. Is been, there a game you think it could happen? Uh, maybe Missouri State. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> that'd be the only one I could think that Pittman would be like. All right, let's put it on them. Um, that would be about the only one uh, where I could, I guess, see that happen. Well, you don't uh, think he'll put it on Ole Miss? Well, if he has the opportunity to, uh, I guess that could get pretty high scoring. Uh, you're right. You're right on that. That could get. I mean, that's been. Um, that's been a game that's you know been in the 50s obviously a few times so maybe that would be one. Uh, last year that was the most points that Arkansas scored against Ole Miss. It was 51 points in a 52-51 loss. Mm-hmm. So um, 
Yeah, that would be cool to see. Uh, I think a shutout would be awesome. Uh, maybe that might even be more likely than 60 points. I don't know. That Ole Miss game, they put up a lot of points in that one. So, uh, But the last time Arkansas had had a shutout uh, was Chad Morris's first year. They beat Tulsa 23-0. That was the last time. Hmm. Um, you know, some other notable ones, they had the 17-0 uh, that ended a 17-game losing streak uh, against LSU um, in Fayetteville. Uh, the, la- the week after that, they had the 30-0 uh, against Ole Miss in Fayetteville, which was pretty cool, back-to-back shutouts. Um, so, I don't know, Arkansas is six in the SEC in points allowed per game with 22.9 last year, so maybe that could happen. Anyway, that's my 10. I also had a bonus one. Um, I started to put a school record for attendance, but until they expand the stadium, that's not going to happen because of the way they count attendance now. The all-time record for a home game at Arkansas is 76,808. That was set when the stadium capacity was 72,000, and that was against Alabama in 2010. Um, now, back then, they estimated, uh, they estimated attendance with, they, you know, they would count ushers, the, both teams, you know, staffers, media, people who didn't get in with a normal ticket. Now it's just tickets scanned at the gate. And so that Texas game, I mean, that was capacity, right, last year? I mean, I felt like that was as full yeah. as it's ever been. Uh, the official attendance was 74,531. So, hundred, you know, 1,500 seats were, were technically empty in that one. So you're never going – until they change that, like, you know, or, or redo the old, go back and change the old records, they're never going to beat 76,000 because that's the capacity. So – I, I guess the most that's ever been in there, I would say, is probably that Garth Brooks concert because they had uh, field people levels. on the field. Yeah, yeah, field level seating. That's probably the most that's ever been in a concert in Arkansas. Period. Um, possibly, I guess maybe there's some outdoor stuff that um, that would beat that, but uh, that's probably the biggest concert ever. Most people either ever gathered. Um, but anyway, if they could get se- uh, seventy six thousand in the stadium, that would probably be that Alabama game on October first. And to do that, Arkansas probably, you know. I don't know if they need to be undefeated, but, you know, one loss at, at, at the most going into that game, and maybe they can get an official attendance close to 76,000. So. I think if the weather is good, there's a good weather forecast, and if they are 4-0, and I think that Alabama game could top mm-hmm. the record. Yeah, I want to know how many seats are in the stadium. Yeah, yeah we like don't know. I was going to ask you that. 76,000, there's no way. 72. There's, there's no way they went from on-the-nose 72,000 to on the nose seventy six thousand with the expansion. There's there's no way that happened. We can't get an intern to go around and count the seats. <laughs> Gee, what a job! Start in hey, section one hundred one, row one, and you get to start counting seats. Turn me loose, hey, that's coach. a great job for an intern to to show that you're willing to work. Do you have an intern? <laughs> Not anymore. Uh, we, I had one, but I just uh, promoted him to full time. He did a great job. He was with us for a year, and I didn't want to lose him. But what if what if now in the past? I believe when Coach Broyles was still there, they would bring in bleachers and put them on that south um, end zone expansion at the very top. And so that added mm-hmm. some seating. What if they did that again? And they also brought in seating um, in that north end zone as well that was field level. You know, those just the temporary mm-hmm. bleachers, mm-hmm. if you will remember, right to kind of increase out of that capacity. Room. Yeah. 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 Of course, now that, that seating, but. I would think you might be able to put some extra bleachers in if you wanted to for that Alabama game. They got that hill over there. Well, but that you're not inside the stadium. That's yeah, true. I don't know where they're going to put extra seats. 
I mean, hey, you're in They're going to flank the Jumbotron in the south end zone? Hey, you could sell seats on top of the Jumbotron. You could sell – I got an idea. Oh, my This gosh. just went I, off. I could not sit hey, up Hey, Jeff Long. No, no. Slow down, Jeff no, Long. No, no. Here you – don't don't even associate me with him. Well, oh, when you're talking about expanding wow. the stadium – no, I mean, no, no. I'm just talking basis. about adding seats, just trying to get – I'm not expanding the stadium. I like the you know stadium how, how it is. green temporary stadiums. That's what I was talking about. they would put at the top. Of the, yeah, yeah, it's like what you see at a golf Jumbo course, Trump. a golf yeah. tournament. Well, why don't yeah. you just hang them, you know, by some kind of hook on the upper deck, you know. Well, you got people to shoot the fireworks off. Why not raffle off a chance to shoot the fireworks off, and then that's two extra people that go in there, or at least three that you can count. <laughs> All right, Trey Biddy, the the one that you were talking about, you know, it's how I identify who I'm talking to. Uh, the 150 yards rushing by a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Matt Jones had 80 off of one run by. That was the time he dumped the bat, the uh, football. Mm-hmm. How many yards did he have in that game? Because I, I noticed in here you said he never ran for more than 132 yards. In a single game, was that it against Ole Miss, 132? I would have to go back and look at it again, but um, I went through all of his games, and let's see if I can find him. If you give me a minute, I'll find all of his games. Well, no, I, I'm just curious because, I mean. But, yeah, geez. the most I had him with was 132. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when you when you get 132, but you get 80 off of one run, you'd think that that would have been the time he would have easily topped 150 but as many times as he actually carried the football. But uh, there is some – I mean, these are truly interesting numbers. What you didn't finish a few moments ago for what it's worth, and you can read this article online, hogsports.com, the five rushing touchdowns. <laughs> you got to go back to 1916. That's how long that record stood before uh, – He had 126. Modric. In that game, how much? 126 yards. Wow. I uh, he only he had five carries. Okay. Well, yeah, that explains it then. He averaged 25.2 yards per carry. Yeah. Gene <laughs> Davidson did it in 1915, and then Jesse Clark against Baylor in 1981. That is amazing how long that stood. I, the other day, uh, I guess it was Friday, I was talking with Rick, and this came from the NCAA, talking about records that uh, probably will never be broken. How about 300 yards in a game? How many times in one season did anyone cross Mm -hmm. 300 yards? Was it Joe Burrow? Nope. This is rushing. Rushing. Oh, rushing. Rushing. How many times in a season did somebody rush, like an individual? Over 300 yards. In the SEC? Nope. In general. In college football? College football. Was it the Iowa State running back? Was it Barry nope. Sanders? Barry Sanders did it not once, not twice, not three times, four times in a single season. Hmm. He rushed for more than 300 yards in a game, which is pretty, pretty phenomenal. I think he had like 2,500 yards or something that season. Yeah, he had a pretty good year. <laughs> um, the touchdowns rushing – receiving and then passing for a touchdown man that that i mean you're you're talking the two guys that more than likely may have outside of again something that matt may have done matt jones may have done but 
these two guys right here, I got to say, there you go, Stan, your dual threat quarterback. But that's these two guys probably have the best chance ever mm-hmm. of being able to do that, accomplish that. Yeah, it's a shame certainly that better that than that can't a go into a record book of some sort. Certainly better than a wide receiver. It seems like every time they try oh to do a gosh. double pass of the wide receiver yes. in the last four or five years, it's just been a disaster. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I mean, last year the Burks threw, a t- uh, one threw of these an interception. What's that, Randy? Wasn't it last year that Burks threw for an interception? I, I feel like he did it maybe a couple times. Um, it just I'm thinking never. Against A&M in particular. Yeah, it, it just never. It never worked out for whatever reason. Maybe Warren Thompson, maybe it worked once for him or something. I can't remember. But, um, yeah, it just felt like every time they did that, it ended it ended in, with a bad result. I was reading the other day about um, an assistant coach. Maybe it was Sark. Or maybe it was Lane Kiffin. Any, Lane Kiffin, uh, you had to submit to Nick Saban if you had any trick or special plays. Otherwise, if you ran a trick play, it didn't work, get ready for a backside chewing. But I don't know if if, if Coach Bryles has been letting Coach Pittman know, hey, we're going to try this halfback pass this time, or we're going to try this uh, wide receiver pass this time. I would think at this point Sam Pittman would look at Kendall Bryles and say, I don't think so. It hadn't worked yet. Tell me, tell me just one time uh, that it that it's going to work. Um, <laughs> well, uh, Scott Fountain has had some some luck with his trick plays. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, Reed Bauer had a, a ran for a first down and threw a touchdown pass, right? That was crazy. Mm-hmm. Still crazy. And he took an acrobatic catch to make the uh, touchdown reception. Oh, it was not a good throw. No. That's the only way you make an incredible catch, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Braylon Russell, how good is this young man? How potentially how good is this yeah, young man? Yeah, he's really good. He's got he's got all the tools, size, speed. He's got a lot of ability. Um, he's still taking visits. He obviously visited Ole Miss um, over the weekend. He's committed to Arkansas. Um, some people may say that's not committed, but you know, with Braylon, I, I look at the situation. I think, man, he sure did. He committed really early, and so. Um, you know, with a guy like that, if he wants to take visits, you just kind of say, go ahead. Because <laughs> you want to make sure you get him. Yeah, <laughs> don't have too much fun. But, uh, yeah, go get your visits if you need to. Uh, he is in a cast, by the way, right now on his foot and um, tore some ligaments in his big toe. He mm-hmm. is currently playing with the Benton Panthers which certainly will change their outlook for this season. They always open up with the Bryant Hornets, but uh, nevertheless, uh, I'd, I'd heard he had taken an official visit, or unofficial visit, I should say, down to Oxford. Uh, the other n- nice news, and I say nice news, athletes advocate consortium, and this is signs the entire Arkansas basketball team to an NIL partnership. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the one that J.D. Note got involved with. Mm-hmm. And Eric Musselman says that it is a great opportunity for our players to be able to contribute back to the communities. In fact, a couple of players have already kind of individually 
gotten involved, such as uh, Jalen Graham and Jordan Walsh. Uh, Graham will partner with the Samaritan Community Center. Walsh will partner with the Jones Center. So good for these guys. And uh, I, I talked the other night, or the other day, Trey, Trey Biddy, about the um, countdown to kickoff. And to me, that's how the NIL can work to perfection. I'm kind of hoping this is kind of the same thing, where this, the athletes, they can give something but also get something back in return. And that is love and appreciation for these individuals that they're going to come in contact with, but hopefully a little bit of compensation to go along with it as a representative. But I just think that's how the NIL can work to perfection. So we mm-hmm. say good luck to them and uh, congratulations for this new NIL partnership with the Arkansas basketball team. All right, Trey, we will talk with you tomorrow. That is Trey Biddy of hogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service Company.